Guatney Unplugged is brought to you by the good folks at Guatney Chevrolet and Guatney Buick GMC and hosted by the mayor of Rose City, Scott Romine. Hey, my guest today on the show, man, he's a hero of mine. He has built a one-to-one scale replica of Elvis Presley's Graceland. His name is Jason Qualls. How are you, Jason? I'm doing well. How are you? Man, good. I sure appreciate you being on the show. I am a gigantic Elvis fan, and when I found out you had done this, it just blew me away. Spa Guy has been on this show a few times before. I guess, is he the first guy you let tour the thing? Uh, yeah, I guess outside of people that I, that I know, no. yeah, yeah, they were him and Trey were here at the same time and, um, That's great. Blood, and, um, yeah, that, they were the first ones that I've kind of let, and I really kept it a secret for a long time. I tried not to let the word out too much because, you know, Elvis is so popular and this is my home. So I'd still get drive-bys from time to time, but I knew it was going to get uh, a little more blown up when that happened. So yeah, that was the first one. Oh yeah. So how old are you? I'm 49 and I kind of grew up with Elvis, but we're on the tail end of, uh, you know, the, the years he was alive. What is your memory be, of Elvis? Well, I'll, I'll be 45 in October. Okay. Um, my father is a very huge Elvis fan. I grew up um, listening to Elvis because it was always there. My dad was a, a very avid collector of Elvis records and, you know, whether it be the 45s and, or the full LPs, um, always on display. Uh, he, he saw him in concert, I believe, four times. Um, so he's a lifelong Elvis fan. So it's kind of got instilled in me uh, as a kid. But you know, I, I, I'm not the typical Elvis fan. I, I didn't really listen to him growing up. It wasn't until I was probably in my late 30s that uh, I really got turned back on to the music and uh, really dove into the hundreds of songs that he cut and thought and found that his music was way more diverse than I ever knew. Oh yeah. What's your favorite era? Uh, I, it kind of ebbs and flows. I think most Elvis fans say that, but I'd say right now it's probably the seventies, the early seventies. Me too. Yeah. For me, it's like suspicious minds on is my favorite stuff. I've raised yeah. my son the way your dad did you. He's got an Elvis radio show on another radio station. Here in Arkansas. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. And he's 20 years old with a house full of Elvis stuff. So, you know, we got to keep it going. That's right. You know, what's your favorite Elvis song? Um, I don't know if I could say that I have one. Um, from that, that 70s era, you know, you know, Just Pretend sticks out. Obviously, that's what oh, I called the yeah. house. That's right. Yeah. Um. But, you know, the, the early Vegas shows and anything, you know, the chain suit show, I think is the best one he ever did. So anything that he's singing out of the Vegas chain suit, you know, the one where he broke the chain um, and, and the, the That's the Way It Is documentary, uh, all of those songs are my favorite. Yeah, that documentary is incredible. What, tell me the first memories you have of visiting the real Graceland. I was 10 years old, and uh, I was just telling a, a friend of mine this story earlier. Uh, we went on a, a group family trip with me, aunts, uncles, that kind of thing, sister. And I think Aunt Delta was still living there in 1988. I, the kitchen wasn't open then. I remember being able to – whoever was cooking, I could smell that they were cooking in the kitchen while we were doing the tour. <laughs> 
Yeah, other than that, like I don't remember that. anything about the tour. I don't remember anything about it, I, except for my, my, I had I had a disabled cousin, and we got to ride up on. You know, we didn't get to take the bus. We took or the van because my cousin was in a wheelchair. My father had <laughs> this is I forgot about this story. He had an old VHS camcorder and was filming as we went up the driveway. They confiscated his tape when we got out of the van. <laughs> really. Yeah, I guess they didn't want anybody filming. Like, I, I don't know if that was the rule back then, and that was a long time ago. I remember going like when it first. But they opened. took the tape and then sent it back a blank copy. Sent it back the tape. It was empty. Like, oh my gosh. Well, you know, I think at one time you could sit on his motorcycles and stuff out back. There were, before there was a building for them. As you walked out towards towards Vernon's office, you know they were sitting under that patio. Yeah, I, I remember the vehicles being in the back. And another story about my father, and I need to get this actually on a digital copy. I think it was somewhere around 74. Uh, him, my mom and him uh, drove to Memphis just to drive by Graceland. Uh, they actually were outside the front gates, and Uncle Vester was working the gate. And my dad just kind of jokingly said, hey, is Elvis home? They're like, Uncle Vester said, no, he's not home, but I'll ride you up there. And he rode him up to the house in the pink Jeep. And they had pictures taken out fr- out front with the pink Jeep that they got to ride in. It actually has eight mil eight millimeter camera film of it too. Oh, that's incredible! You know, you always hear stories yeah. of people that were at the gate, that met him at the gate, and saw Lisa Marie as a child. I mean, you know, we're losing all those yeah. people that have memories of of seeing him in person. Sadly, that's right. You know. Uh, so what was the inspiration to build your own one-to-one scale Graceland? This is like the most awesome thing I can think of. Well, I appreciate it. I don't know if it's inspiration. I, at that time, before I had decided, I was looking to build or buy a house. And I had recently, probably a year or two prior to deciding to to build or buy a house, I had went back to Graceland. Right after the guest house had opened, you know, the new resort, which is yeah. awesome. The museum had changed so much, and I had not been back since I was 10, and I was probably 38, 37, somewhere around there. And um, I, it just kind of blew my mind, the, just the house and the layout, and I just loved it. I loved the decor you know, to, for the most part. And I went back a few more times. It never really occurred to me that something I was doing, but I didn't like anything uh, that they were building in my area. I didn't like anything that was existing for sale, and I just had the idea, what would I do if I could do anything? And uh, got, it was about that quick. It was about a 10-minute decision. It wasn't some lifelong dream. It was just like, <laughs> hey, that's what I, That's my favorite house plan. That's my favorite full plan. That's what I want to do. And how long did it, did it take to do this? Uh, it took the architect um, – I, it just short of a year, maybe eight, 10 months to do the plans. Cause it was, you know, replicating. We were trying to get the exterior, you know, just the, the elevation of the front to look identical to what's in Memphis. When you're dealing with building codes that are way different now than they were in 1930, it took a lot of back and forth. Uh, and then the construction started and it took two years probably to finish it right at, it would have taken longer. It was just I had to kind of cut it off somewhere because you could really go down this rabbit hole. And if you've seen the videos that Spy Guy and sure. Gordon Trainer Trey have done on the house and stained glass peacocks and all that stuff, you could really take it way farther than I did. Um, but you know, all the doing everything to a point where you go down that rabbit hole, it gets more and more expensive. So I kind of stopped it at one point and said, "This is this as far as I'm going." So were there measurements taken different back then? that 
maybe didn't translate exactly to what you were doing. I think you you said like part of the room was six inches wider than it should be, or something to that effect. Uh, well, it's kind of the the whole main box of the you know the main you know stone part of the house. Um, the way I, I describe it is the main box and then the two sides. And of course, Ellis did you know, had the four car garage on the left, and then the addition that he did for the slot car track and all that, which I think they call the trophy building now or something. Um, but just the main box and the two sides. The main box, I believe, is about a hundred so feet long. Uh, I'm going off memory. I may be a few feet or two off. But when I found what I thought was a general idea of the blue of the the floor plan, it wasn't a blueprint. So the architect had to scale out by hand the measurements. Um, so then, as I mentioned in one of the videos, I think you're referring to when I found the real blueprint of the first floor. Um, uh, I, I'm not an architect. I don't look at blueprints, but sure. if you look at the measurements and it says, if it says 24 feet long in the dining room and 24 feet long in the living room, they're identical rooms. Those measurements in the thirties um, would be from the inside of the drywall to the inside of the drywall. The way that they do them now is going to be center of the drywall, center of the wall to the outside. So I don't, I think it's what, two and a half and three inches or whatever that measure would be for the whole width of the house. So it was a really a struggle when he was like, I, I don't know how I can't make it all line up because um, I, I'm off somewhere. Um, but as I mentioned in the video, that was fine because he added to kill that extra space. He made my foyer wider. Sure. Like you would never know that, that my room of the dining room, you know, that's 24 feet. Um, you know, if you did inside to inside, it's probably 23 feet. You know, there'd be no way to know. No way to know. I gotta ask you, Jason, did you take some secret missions over to Graceland where you're a tourist, but you're really there on a mission (laughs) to spy and and, you know, because they don't like you really videoing around there. But I know you've done this. My last, the last few trips, and it's probably, if I remember, probably four in total, maybe five. The last five trips I've taken, I haven't been back since I've finished construction last October. But during construction, I probably went five times, and yes, and every one of those trips was with a purpose. The first one was to uh, check ceiling heights. The one I took stone and put it on the wall <laughs> to make sure the stone I had picked out matched. I took paint color samples and put it on uh, the wall in the TV room, and really? the same thing for the jungle room. Yeah, they look. And my builder actually went and uh, had a tape measure and whipped it out and measured the porch. Uh, I can go all day long about the. They the didn't mind. Measures. You look at the. Uh, they, well, I put stone on the wall. They thought, "Hey, are you trying to build it?" Um, the I don't. They didn't really notice me doing the measurements uh, in the house <laughs> as far as floor. Now, the the funniest thing is, my son and I went back last July, and I was doing it to check. You know, there's wallpaper downstairs, and I have a match of the wallpaper. I just haven't decided if I'm going to do the wallpaper that's downstairs. But I had a wallpaper sample I put on the wall. I had the yellow and blue, and mm-hmm. but and we put paint samples on the wall. But the funniest thing about it is, that I, if you remember from the video, my jungle room that looks like paneling is not paneling. It's drywall to look like paneling. Sure. And it's been painted by an artist. So he had painted me a sample, a couple samples, and I took those samples to Graceland and put them on you know, the paneling. And one lady walked up to me and goes, did you rip that off the wall? That's how close the color was. Oh, my gosh. I said, no, I brought that with me. <laughs> oh, it's incredible. Oh, the staff is so good there. My son got engaged there in November last year, and, and they let us video it. But, you know, generally you can't video in there. But they were so accommodating, and all the staff was 
airdropping their footage to our phones. I mean, they were just really good about it. But I'm sure if somebody like you is walking around trying to measure everything, I can see they might take issue with that. Yeah, my builder, you know, he, he's kind of just one of those, not, you know, this very, he didn't think anything of it. They didn't really hassle him. You know, I, I never got any hassle from him. I tried to be discreet about it because I don't want to look weird. But <laughs> Yeah. Now, Jason, aren't, isn't Graceland the, uh, actually itself a replica of another house that was owned by a doctor? Aren't there like two Gracelands, really? Uh. I think it's really reversed. The way I've heard the story, and I can't remember where I heard it, is that the family, they hired an architecture firm out of Memphis, and I could probably look it up if we needed to, but uh, the the family that built Graceland sold the same blueprints to a doctor, and it may be Mississippi, I can't remember. So there is another one just built just like that one somewhere. I would think that family Of the original house really? in the 30s. Okay. I, yeah. yeah. And I, the, the one in Memphis was first. Oh, Okay. Well, I knew there was two. I didn't know what order that was built. Are there other replicas around the world of people that have tried to do this? <laughs> they're, they're, I think there's one in Orlando, what, Denmark, maybe Australia. I think that's all my knowledge. Um, and those incredible. are the ones that was kind of my deal. And I'm not, you know, there's nothing negative. I, I understand how hard it is to, to do what, what they've tried to do and what I've tried to do. Um, and I've had some great people around me that kind of helped and, and crunch numbers and put our brains together to, to fix issues. Because I mentioned earlier, building codes is a big issue of trying to get the way the Grayson looks today than trying to build it in 2022, 23. Um, the, the looking at the floor plan and looking at the house and, and trying to go through all those details, not to change it. And one of the things I told the architect and told my builder, I said, if you can't do it the way it looks in Memphis, I'm not doing it. And those guys have done a great job, the ones that tried to replicate it. But they did not go all the way with it. And I understand why, because it's a, it's a feat to do. I would not recommend it. Yeah. Now, you changed a few things. You've modernized the kitchen, correct? And, mm -hmm. the, and, the, and all the bathrooms. And yeah. the staircase is a little different than, than what you see at Graceland, right? The one that comes down to the jungle room. Uh, well, yeah, the, so the, the one that goes from the jungle room up to the balcony uh, by Lisa Marie's room, and then this, this, the secret staircase that meets the main staircase landing that's in the kitchen, um, stair tread rules, the stair height. Back then, I don't know if there was a code, stairs could be as steep as you wanted them to be. So right. if the stairs were steeper, then they, you, know, you could kind of tuck them away more. But today, I don't know the code rules. They can't be more than seven inches or whatever in height so the stairs come the ones in the jungle room have to turn uh where the ones uh, in memphis do not same thing the, the ones in the kitchen have to come out a little further where they don't in memphis and that's the only way i could have ever altered that would to be wall off those areas let it pass codes tear out the drywall and redo it and not meet codes uh, uh, but i don't know if that would be some kind of violation i don't know if it'd be worth <laughs> do, doing that but did you interview anybody i mean how did you really get your thoughts together on what the upstairs is like because that's where fans all want to go we all want to know what it looks right. like upstairs and now you've built it well several years ago and this is all online uh, heritage uh, this is an auction company mm -hmm. i don't know if it's sure. online, oh, yeah. online or they have they had auctioned off, you know, basically blueprints. It's not blueprints, but it's a layout. It's an ele front elevation of the house. It may have been like a rough idea of Grayson. I don't even really know. It's not, it didn't have measurements on it. But the layout was there. It's, you can find the layout of the upstairs. And since it coincides with everything that's downstairs, you know it has to be accurate. 
you couldn't just take a fake, you know, layout right. and have it line up with meeting staircases if it didn't work. That's true. Yeah, that's true. So, and then if you and if you watch This Is Ellis and you, you know, like I talked about in the 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 spa guy and globe trotting with Trey videos, you can clearly see that the layout is just what it is. Yeah, because they actually filmed that in Graceland. I mean, wasn't that shortly mm-hmm. after he died and they take a camera it, upstairs and it's almost kind of in Yeah, I think it came out in 81. It probably filmed in 80. I think it was 81 when it came out, maybe. But yeah, it's the, to my knowledge, it was the only, um, well, that, so go expand on that. I was having a conversation, you know, at this time we were having, uh, we knew the downstairs ceiling height was nine foot because I took a laser measure and measured it at the real Graceland. Right. We were not sure of what the ceiling height was in the upstairs. And obviously there's no way to know that. Uh, I won't get into what my framer said. He said he could have made the ceiling high anything that I wanted it to be and still been okay. That came later. But the only way for me to know that because when you're talking with an architect and they're very usually dealing with people who are trying to build custom homes and people want sure. 10 foot, 12 foot ceilings. And he just asked me, what do you want the ceiling height to be? I'm like, I don't know. Well, once you make the, this is where I think other people have, have not caught on and why their replica of Grayson didn't get as close as this one. Is because they try to make the upstairs ceiling height too high, and it stretches the front elevation really wonky. So my dad goes, hey, that this is Elvis was filmed in the real house. I said, no way. And I looked, and after yeah. watching it probably 100 times, I'm like, that is the real house. You can see when the actor that portrays Elvis goes through the door, you can see it's eight-foot ceilings. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And you can see so the- I made the uh, So I got eight, and it, it, and it, you know, eight-foot ceilings is, is what it is, and it's worked out. That's the only way you – you could have really done it to get the front to look the same. And his you doors, get into, we, the doors were padded, right? Yeah, on both sides. Yeah, <laughs> and I know why that is because, you know, I, this is the largest home I've ever lived in. I've never I'm, this largest house I lived in before. This is probably half this size, but you can literally hear everything in this house. I don't care where you are, <laughs> and. I can be in the far, you know, master bedroom, and I can hear what's coming in on the opposite side of the of the house. So, I know why he did it. He padded it for sound. He sure. wanted it soundproof. Yeah. Plus, James Bond had those cool padded doors. And <laughs> so, you right. know, I know there's probably interest in the bathroom where he died, and that is right over when you walk inside the front door of Graceland. Correct? Did you alter that That's bathroom correct. at all? Uh, yeah, the bathroom's been altered where. <clears throat> You know, on the sketch, you know, there's I don't have a blue a real blueprint of the upstairs, but the way that the you know, the I mentioned Heritage Heritage Auction sold the 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 layout of both the front elevation, the first floor and the second floor, um, there seemed to be a his and hers closet as soon as you go into the master right uh, master bath, and then right past those two closets, and I, it could you could use them for anything, but I was assumed that there would be a his closet and a her closet because there was no other closet space in the master bedroom or in the bathroom, and right past those two closet areas was where the where he passed away uh, on the toilet there, mm. and that's directly above um, or basically the front door. Where are you? You're somewhere south of Nashville, correct, Jason? Yeah, about forty-five minutes or so south of Nashville. And uh, I would—I forgot to ask you about this. There was like an old book about Graceland that had a really small, like, scan of blueprints. Did you use that to kind of as a reference point? 
Uh, no, the book that it was, uh, it was in the gift shop in, in Grayson. Um, I was, was, I was there doing some recon to put, to put some stone on the wall, I think is where I, well, no, it was the first time I went to do ceiling height measurements. And at the very end, it was the last gift shop. And I just said, Oh, this is a book about the house. And that was, this was at the tail end, um, of the blueprints being done. So I didn't have the original blueprint until probably a month or two before the plans were finished. It really just was. We altered some. We were wrong on some things. We were wrong on parents' room, fireplace width, porch width, that kind of thing. Um, so, but other than fixing those things, it just confirmed that what the architect had done was dead on. Wow! Within those inches, two or three inches, you know what I mean. It sounds- so I wish he would have went back and fixed it. I won't get into the problems that those two or three inches caused, but, um, but. We knew that the living room and dining room were 24 by 17. We knew that the parents' room was 11 foot six by whatever. And that's what mine were. Um, so we knew we had it right. Is Graceland, I guess it's on a crawl space, correct? Yes. So did you go back that way? Yeah, it's, it's a crawl space. It's a crawl space house, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm wondering, you know, what was the hardest part to replicate? I would think those stained glass peacocks were not easy. Uh, those were actually just, I just hired the right company and they, they were actually, you know, they could replicate it very simply. Really? Uh, the hardest, the heart, yeah, the hardest part of it, uh, was the front elevation. And I just mean the way it looks and this is going to be real deep in the weeds. And it was just, if you look at other people who've tried this, if you can imagine Grayson in your mind below above the bottom floor front windows is that little half moon white arch. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of a characteristic of Grayson. You, know, you look at the front of the house, you see the windows, you see that little half moon on the bottom four windows. Well, the way codes are today, it's a 12-inch joist system between the upper and lower floor, so first and second floor. I think code says, uh, I'm not a construction person, I just remember from talking to my builder, that it has to be 12 inches. Well, back in 1930, whatever, they were six inches. So that is a six-inch difference of where those windows can sit. So we had to manipulate where the height of the lower windows and the height of the upper windows and all this stuff to get it right. So this is really detailed and crazy, but the measurement from the top of the arch of the bottom windows, that white arch I was mentioning and the bottom of the upper window is about 18 to 20 inches. And that gap to me was crucial because anytime you look at someone else that's tried this, it is a huge gap and it doesn't look like Graceland. So I'm going off memory. If Graceland is really 20 inch between the upper and lower window from the arch to the bottom of the top window, I'm at 22 inches. So I missed it by two inches. And that is as close as it could be because of how codes are today. That's wild. That's what I've always wondered how they deal with Graceland's roof. I mean, surely that's not the original roof. They have to replace it occasionally, wouldn't you think? Uh, well, <laughs> funny you ask that. My builder noticed because we were having to pick out shingles that kind of match Graceland. And I think there's like four different types of shingles on Graceland. So I don't know if they've replaced it in a while, but they just keep kind of adding to it. Uh, I got you. Um, like if you look at the shingles that are on the sides, the lower sides, and look at the main house, they're two different shingles. I've, I've never noticed that. Now, you did put in a pole <laughs> that's very similar to Elvis's, but you put it like in the backyard, not on the side of the house, correct? Yeah, I was talking about this with my son. I, you know, he went out before he even built the, the slot car track and 
know, to get to his pool, he basically went through the music room, went out those double doors, and walked down that breezeway. That's a pretty long walk if you think about it. Right. I don't have the width of the lot, and I have six acres. I think Grayson's on thirteen or whatever. Um, but even if I had the width to do all that, I wouldn't want to walk that far to the pool. <laughs> <laughs> so I was putting the thing in the back where I could see it and enjoy it. But yeah, it's, it's the same kidney shape. The diving board, I think, is on the opposite side. It's just how they had to lay out. Uh, but yeah, the shape is the same. Uh, I try to keep it as close as possible. Please tell me when you finished the whole thing, the first thing you did was shot out the TV. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, don't, I haven't gotten around to it. I am a, I am a gun enthusiast a lot like oh, Ellis was. I am too. And I have you know, a little bit of target shooting on, on the property here. And I keep mentioning my son. So we need to go buy an old TV so we can target shoot the TV. We oh, haven't done it. Absolutely. I think Robert Goulet <laughs> and stuff like that, he would shoot the TV. And it was things he didn't like. <laughs> That's right. Now, you did hear yep. from someone that from him shooting the TV that told you where the bed was upstairs, correct? Because he was shooting towards the uh, front of the house? Yeah, Billy, the spot guy, was telling me that. Um, uh, I, I only know that it was, I assume from the Elvis movie, that's a pretty good idea of what his bedroom looked like in a current, you know, a current way. Because as detailed as Baz Luhrmann was on some of the details of the downstairs, I assumed if he's going to do a scene of the upstairs, he'd get it close. And I first noticed the bed is on the opposite wall. Um, but yeah, the bed basically backs up to faces the back of the house, and your feet would be towards the front of the house. Well, mine is on the, the, the adjacent wall. Well, I've only seen video of it unfinished. Do you have plans to do similar furniture and everything it takes to really finish it as a replica of Graceland or what are you going to do there? Uh, in, in certain rooms, the jungle room, that'll be the last room I furnished because getting some of that furniture is, is one's hard to come by and it's very expensive. And I got other things I'm working on, but yes, the jungle room, I'm going to try to get all the furniture to be exact. Um, the living room will be, I'm going to make a, probably 80% of what's in Memphis. Um, the dining room, probably the same. I won't do every piece that he has in the dining room because it's a lot of stuff in there. Mm -hmm. um, but those living room, dining room, general room are going to be as close as I can possibly get it within a budget. Do you own anything that Elvis owned? Do not. Really? Because, you know, no. I did come across a guy, uh, and I tried to get this, uh, whether the story is true or not. But I ran into when I first started talking with my mortgage guy about the, the, the construction process and lending and all that stuff. I met a, a realtor locally, and his father was the guy who put the TVs in the ceiling in the master. Wow. He says, my father is the only one to lay in the way I was his bed because he had to make sure that the TVs were straight. And and he, Ellis wasn't home at the time, he said, but he said his father had to get in the attic to cut the holes out for the TVs. And there was just a bunch of stuff up there. And Vernon was like, um, well, just get, move it out of the way. Take it. Do what you want with it. And it was actually two unopened bags of fan mail and a couple of firearms. He claims his father still has them. I tried to get him to give me a couple pieces of mail, but he hadn't got around to giving it to me. Uh, it'll happen eventually. So tell us, <laughs> tell us what you're doing with the house. People can get married there. Yeah, you can get married here, host a party, host an event. Uh, we'll probably do some level of live. You know, I've, I've been approached with a lot of different ideas, concerts, whether it be you know, tribute artists or just whatever. Uh, we're going to do just uh, a general meet and greet, uh, me, Billy, the spa guy, and the glove training with Trey. We're going to do that, maybe try to do it as early as July, certainly in September, where if people want to come kind of visit and walk around, they can. 
Oh, yeah. Fans are going to want to see this. I, I would think that movie productions down the road, obviously, they're going to make more Elvis movies. <laughs> that your house would be perfect for the backdrop. Agreed. And I need to get the Baz Luhrmann to give me some of that furniture from the movie. That would be awesome. Man, we can make that happen. <laughs> I, I enjoyed the movie. A lot of fans don't like the film. I, I thought it was fun. I mean, obviously, it's not going to be perfectly accurate, but it brought Elvis back into the spotlight for a summer. Absolutely. And I think uh, it did. It did. If you like, we know everything there is to possibly know about Elvis because we're huge fans. And um, I wasn't offended that everything wasn't accurate because I think for the people who don't know everything, it got the point across. Absolutely. It got the point across of his fame and what he had to deal with and how popular and how overwhelming to the world that he was or to the world he was. And uh, I think they did a fantastic job. I do too. Give us the website for Just Pretend Mansion. It's just pretendmansion.com and it's the same on social media. It would be Facebook or Instagram, YouTube. So just just pretendmansion.com. <laughs>